kind of dad you are. Who tickets to Skywalker he buys in July. Then for you, this is the podcast. Well, in my head, it sounded like Yoda. To you, the listener, that may have sounded like Grover from Sesame Street. Same guy, <laughs> same guy doing the voice anyway. But it doesn't matter. We welcome you to another special We Are, the podcast that celebrates suburban and this week galactic dad life. We are bad to the dad, along with Coach Randy. I'm Adam D. We couldn't resist. The force was too strong. Too another strong. special coach. And I love that. Of course, it, what happens when you drink bourbon on New Year's Eve and you have an idea and how <laughs> we can just go creative and uh, just go. I'm so glad. Uh, because it came out of a conversation just a couple days ago. We had to talk about it. Just had to. We said, you know, we were talking about Skywalker, mm-hmm. the rise of Skywalker, and the Mandalorian, which mm-hmm. are the, the two newest vehicles that uh, the Disney family has put out. We had our own debate about it. Yes, we said, we well, wouldn't it be great if we brought this to the podcast, mm-hmm. but brought some other fellas. And when you have a podcast as popular as ours, oh, yeah. bad to the dad, you got to use it. You got to use it. And the, the whole Star Wars thing, going to the movies... Mm-hmm. As a family, that's such a dad thing. It is. So we didn't want to miss an opportunity. Mm -hmm. We also didn't want to wait to the start of our season, which will be February 2nd. February 2nd. Yes, we're going to kick off the season with Mario Arace, who is a motivational Mm -hmm. speaker and author right Mm -hmm. up your alley, Randy. Yep. But um, in between, again, we want to keep the listener whole, and this is one of the ways we're, we're going to do it. Again, the Rise of Skywalker has not been out too, too long. Mandalorian has been out since November. We wanted to cover the content, and... Who to cover the content better with than three of our favorite dad geeks, John Brooks. Yes, John. Neil Tenzer. Neil. And Chris Diaz. Chris. From our own episode one. Yes. Called The, the Daddy, Daddy Menace. Menace. Absolutely. How about that so going we full do circle? Stay, we do stay on theme. <clears throat> we keep it live. We keep it live. But let's be honest. You miss me. Oh, yeah. You miss me. Yeah. Deeply You, you, you deeply miss the den. Yeah. You miss the den. It's uh, I'm, I, it's like becoming a crack addict. Well, you know, you know there's, there's, there's something about when you're on a roll. <laughs> you need a fix. When you, when you end on a roll. Yes. And you're creating demand, and then you go cold turkey. Yeah. And people are saying, "Come on, man, know, when's, when's right. the next episode?" <laughs> so we did that special, of course, at yes. Four Cities. Thank yes. you, Roger Apple yes. and, and friends for for That's allowing so us right. into your inner sanctum and doing the special mm-hmm. around the holidays. Then we. Then we get calls like, hey, when's the next special? Are Absolutely. you doing a special between now and I know, just, just yesterday, we, I was hitting up, what's going on, what's happening, when's your next... We loved it, we loved it, and I can't, we get 500 downloads a week now. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, and we, climbing. And, and, and it's climbing. So uh, for those listeners out there, thank you so much. We're going to have some wonderful surprises uh, in Season 3. We're going to find out a way for uh, you to provide information, get in touch with us, uh, send messages. Uh, it's going to be a fun season, but uh, this was... Uh, it was fun because I think yeah, you really wanted to see us back as uh, as Coach Randy and Adam D here in the den. So we've got the rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. and Mandalorian debate. Mm-hmm. We mentioned the guests that we're going to have mm-hmm. on our our panel. Uh, we call it uh, organized chaos. Yes. We mentioned John. We mentioned Chris. We mentioned Neil. You're probably wondering how did these three dudes get together? Mm-hmm. Well, back in November. Uh, of 2018, mm-hmm. there was this uh, Walking Dead convention in New Jersey. Now, I'm not a huge Walking Dead fan, but I know John Brooks is. So I sent him the Facebook share, and he said, is this something you're interested in going in? Mm-hmm. And if you need someone to go, I'll go with you. Because I think just the people watching alone yes. would be tons of fun. And he said, sure. And we bought the tickets, and then we get an alert saying, well, you bought two tickets, now you get two for free. 
Oh, like, oh, two for free. Uh-huh. We can't let those go to waste. Who are we going to bring? I got you. So we thought of two other fanboys, of course, Neil Tenzer being one. And the ultimate fanboy mm-hmm. in our circle of friends is, yeah. of course, Chris Diaz mm-hmm. from Wine with Cheetos. Mm-hmm. And, and Chris Chris did it all up. You know, yeah. He dressed up like he a zombie going, yes. and walked around and you know was you know fake terrorizing people <laughs> uh, like some of the other folks. Some of these costumes yeah. are just super elaborate. Yeah. Um, but, but an amazing kind of uh, culture eye-opener for me in that John basically waited in line at that conference to meet Negan. Yes. And Chris basically walked around, you know, as a zombie uh, trying to get into the theme. And Neil and I waited in line for autographs and pictures with the lesser-known characters mm-hmm. from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. But as we're waiting in line, he's like, that guy, uh, he was in powder. <laughs> powder from, like, that movie from the 80s? With a Travolta, yeah. And that guy was in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Like, <laughs> How do you know these things? Are you like the walking IMDb? Exactly. So it's a lot of fun going with these yeah. guys and, and doing something like this mm-hmm. just, just takes it to another level. Mm-hmm. And there's also one other person we have to mention. Mm. Who do we have to mention? Who is the one person who's been by our side from the very beginning? Who uses the force to create great graphic design and marketing? Yeah, well, it would have to be Becky, Becky Berman. Berman of Berman Branding of BermanCS.com. Uh, once again, she's going to be back for our third season with a new logo. Can't wait until we unload it. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Coming back for thirds. For thirds, right? Yeah, that's a little um, hint. But, of course, please reach out to Becky. Uh, she could certainly use your support. She's an incredibly dynamic. I'm going to use her for my own company, BermanCS.com. That's awesome. And, of course, we want to thank Jessica and Danielle from the TapIntoNet local news network. If you're listening in northern New Jersey, I think there's a TapIntoNet in every town in North and Central Jersey, please visit tapinto.net and find news for your local vicinity. We are bad to the dad. The debate is coming up. Welcome to the bad to the dad winter special this is the rise of skywalker mandalorian debate my name is adam d and i'm joined of course by my co-host coach randy who will be a panelist today i'm a a semi-panelist semi-panelist semi like a pseudo if anything you'll be the peacemaker i probably i might have to in this in this debate some very strong feelings here some very powerful opinions so it is my great honor to introduce all of our panelists today. And I said we have experts in the force here. Oh, experts indeed. Yes. I, I'm afraid that the force may be used mm-hmm. and things will be moved with their mind, hopefully for for not violent causes, but we'll see. I'm going to use my force. There should be no fighting here tonight. <laughs> this is the podcast that you are looking for, though, so you're all in the right place. Let's introduce our esteemed panel of guests. We'll start with fanboy John Brooks. John Brooks is the kind of guy where when the family goes on vacation, he stays home and binges 12 hours straight of Walking Dead, Mandalorian, whatever might be fantasy or sci-fi related, and he's not afraid to admit it. John, welcome to Bad to the Dead. Could not have said it better. Thank you very much for having me. Welcome, welcome. Good to have you here. Neil Tenzer is the kind of guy where if you go to a comic book convention or some such thing. He will provide encyclopedic knowledge of everybody that is signing autographs or taking photos. How he has the time for this, I don't know. I'm sure he has a very good reason for that. Wearing his Space Invaders shirt, it is Neil Tenzer. Thank you, Adam. I am a master of the uh, useless knowledge, so 
it is great to be here sharing that with you guys. We can't Very think nice. of a better panel. Welcome, welcome. And a return guest, actually our first, our ever, first guest, ever guest, Chris Diaz. Uh, he doesn't have furniture at his house. He has stacks of graphic novels and just tabletops on top of that. Pretty much. Pretty much. Chris Diaz, welcome back to the program. Thank you. I'm here to defend Baby Yoda. That's my soul. Extra oh, points for he wearing... starts off with Baby Yoda. <laughs> Extra Look points for wearing the Baby Yoda shirt. Let's throw him right off with Baby Yoda. You may consider me a Ding, ding, ding. I haven't even got to the National Anthem yet. And then, of course... My good friend and yours, Coach Randy Nathan, who mm. I'd say you're a um, little more than a casual fan. I'm a little more of a casual fan. I uh, don't have anywhere near the depth uh, of knowledge and experience and uh, time to provide. And yet, yeah. you saw Rise of Skywalker not once. Not once. But twice. But twice, because I had to, had to hold off my opinion until the second time. Uh, so it's, it's, it's like me watching Airplane. There are things you miss <laughs> exactly. the first time, so you have to watch it two or and three times. And I also times. did watch... Mandalorian, so I'm really excited. How many times have you watched The Mandalorian? Uh, I watched the full, you know, the full, full, full season. I'm going to go back and probably watch it a second Yeah, time. And we have to remember that The Rise of Skywalker has only been out for like two or three weeks, right? It came right. out around right. uh, the 20th yeah. of December. So, um, spoiler alert, we will be talking about the, the movie. We will be talking about specific scenes and characters. So there will be spoilers. I'm not apologizing for that. Why I'm just you? letting everybody Why would you know. Apologize? Because your your wife told me yes. that I should mention that there will be spoilers. All right, now, is, is this Adam D and Jessa, or is it Coach Randy and Adam D? Randy, this you don't have to get jealous. There will not be a spinoff. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, the Adam and Jess Bad to Parenting yes. podcast. There might be sure. a spinoff here with might with these guys who might have too. to do like a Geek Squad <laughs> kind of podcast. Geek Squad Octagon Battle. I like yeah. it. I like it. Just nobody take their shirts off, please. No, no, no. <laughs> that goes Not to Leanne. Yeah. Really <laughs> you all got five dads. Here's how it's going to work. Uh, I will moderate and do the best that I can. You will all have two minutes <laughs> to respond to every question. And then any <coughs> panelist who raises their hand or simply just jumps in without any kind of courtesy will have two minutes to either rebut the commentary uh, of said previous panelists or support that commentary, if you like, all right? So oh. are you are you expecting to lose control within Big the first time. couple yeah. minutes? Or? I feel like yeah, I've already lost later. control. Look at us. You're right, You're right, order. This whole thing's out of order. <laughs> so we'll try to cover as much ground as we can with regard to the Rise of Skywalker as well as the Mandalorian. And as we get towards the end of the panel, we'll uh, ask some individual questions. So, for instance, John Brooks was just in Disney. Little tease, want to hear about... The uh, Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I know we're all on the edge of our seats, yearning for that information. I'm, I'm waiting with anticipated breath. I'm yeah. just so excited. And yet, uh, and yet, you're sitting calmly and with hands. As of right now, and, yeah. But yeah. I'm, 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 a, well. I'm an aggressive stamp right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> you see, my feet, right? Are ready you to just push to go to the bathroom if I have to. If I have to, jump up straight up. First question. We'll start with Neil Tenzer. The Rise of Skywalker. You've seen it. I have seen it. Was it a good movie? It was a good movie. What did you enjoy about The Rise of Skywalker? I enjoyed the finality of wrapping up the full Star Wars saga. I enjoyed a lot of the uh, visual effects. I enjoyed... Let's see. The, some of the uh, lightsaber battles were pretty enticing. I mean, there are plenty of things I didn't enjoy, too, mm -hmm. which we'll get to maybe later. Or Absolutely. Now. And I think uh, it really um, 
put a good stamp on the overall story of the Star Wars side. Coach so, Randy. We have a thing here where we call runs dadded in. Okay. Right? You know, so we're trying to get a sense in terms of how many runs dadded in did this movie provide to you on a scale of, say, one to five? Was it a one dadded in? Was it, you know, five being a lot? Five being the top. All right, so how many dadded, you know, how many runs dadded in would you give this? I would give it a three and a half. All right. Okay. That's exactly All right. what I think I that's say. fair. Right. Mm -hmm. Chris Diaz, your remarks. Good movie? It's a good movie that failed to be a great movie, and it had the opportunity to do that. And... The way I see it is that it spent a lot of time, and it's and it fails to be a great movie because it has to clean up the messes of the prior movie. Mm. And I don't think it, that J.J. Abrams had an option. I think he had to do that. There's a lot of criticism going on now about, you know, uh, he spent too much time in fan service. He spent too much time tearing down what Last Jedi did. Um, I don't think he had an option. I think that there was such blowback and such inability to carry the story forward if he didn't do that, that it just it simply had to be done. So because he spent so much time doing that, there were things that were lost. Hmm. Um, I think there were questions that were left unanswered that needed to be answered. I think that there were, and, and I hate to say it because there are stakes in the movie. I mean, right, there's this world-ending fleet, universe-ending fleet of Star Destroyers that is now, you know, each one of them is as powerful as a Death Star. Mm. So there are stakes, but the stakes for the individual characters who we've come to love, you know, for the last 30 years, mm -hmm. they're not there. Um, we lose those stakes when it comes to Chewbacca. We lose the stakes when it comes to C-3PO. You know, we already know that Princess Leia is gone. We, mm -hmm. we know that. Right? But everyone who we think is potentially going to make a sacrifice and end having made that sacrifice is somehow brought back. And so I feel that it loses that stake. It loses that emotional tether to the way that the story could have ended and probably should have ended because it's not really a sacrifice unless you make the sacrifice. And so in that sense, I feel the movie fails. Mm -hmm. um, it, it does put an end stamp. Um, I'm 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 with Neil on like a three three point five around there. If I had to go, if I had to go. No, if I had to go. to fail. No, if I had to, if I had to go one to ten, I'd give it a seven. You know, because but no, we only allow five. <laughs> you don't make the rules here. Yes, you don't, you don't. Wait, yes, you do. Yes, you it do. goes to eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it it, it it did the job, but it's the last movie in the Skywalker saga. I think I expected more, yeah. um, and it didn't deliver. What I find interesting, though, is mm -hmm. you started out saying this movie was also a referendum mm -hmm. on the previous two movies. Absolutely. Right? It was basically um, making up for the sins right. of the previous two films. You Coach Randy. i got to tell you, I, Chris is an attorney. Yeah. And I could feel... And it shows. And, yes. And, and <laughs> I, I felt the, the case that he was presenting in his opening argument was solid. It was... It was well-paced. I think he pointed things out. And I think to the judge and jury, it'll be interesting how it plays well, out over the course of I, I love of how our... you're playing teacher at Model UN here, but I wasn't <laughs> sure. Are you for the prosecution <laughs> or for the defense? <laughs> you know, I, I found it very interesting that uh, 
his skill was there. Yep. Now, John Brooks had been waiting for this film to come out for, um, you know, really since the last one came out, and I'm surprised that uh, he didn't do like we all did in 1983, set up a tent the night before Jedi came out so we could be the first one to buy our tickets and then run to our seats because yeah. you, you couldn't reserve your seats, uh, you know, back, back in that day. John, what did you think of the film? And do you agree with your uh, esteemed or not so esteemed? Try colleagues? following that one. I, I know, yeah. I know. This is a tough one. But have faith in you, John. <laughs> no, no, no. This one's yeah. going to come from passion. No, no. I would agree in the sense that I give it a three and a half, three and three quarters out of five. It was a very good movie. I loved it. I thought it was the best one out of the three. It wrapped things up very nicely. Someone who grew up with these movies, I loved seeing Palpatine back in all his glory. Hmm. That was the best part for me. Um, second best part, I would say, I'll, I'll give him credit for this. Adam Driver did a phenomenal job showing the transition of Kylo Ren back to the good side from the bad. Having the Harrison Ford cameo was fantastic. Never saw it coming. Um, were there things left unsaid that should have been said? Yes, I agree with Chris. They're always going to be. There are, yeah, you can't wrap everything up like that. But I mean, there were certain things that could have been addressed that were hinted at in the movie that were not addressed. I agree. But overall, fantastic movie. Wrapped things up very nicely. I'd say best one out of the three. Um, I love Force Awakens also, just to see the characters come back that we grew up with and, and loved since since youth. Last Jedi, agree. Weak movie. A lot of downtime that shouldn't have been there. This movie had to make up for a lot of that, which it, I think it did for the most part. So again, an overall rating basis, yes, three and a half, three and three quarters, I think we're all on the same page here. So there were nine films in the narrative, episodes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Right. I don't uh, count the prequels. Uh, know, okay, so that, that's a good point. So, that's a true thing. So where, where is Rise of Skywalker in the pecking order of oh favorites amongst all the nine? We, we know that one, two, three, you're, you basically cast off. Okay, I, I can't rank anything above four, five, or six, because I grew up with that, and those are the uh -huh. best three in my mind. I, I shouldn't say that. I should say Empire number one. Um, probably New Hope number two, maybe Rise of Skywalker number three. Oh, interesting. Ooh. Jedi number four. Wow. So yeah. you like Rise of Skywalker that much that it would box out Return of the Jedi? A little bit. A little really? bit. And what, what's the reason for that? What, 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 what's the premise? I thought the Emperor just did a great job in this movie. Okay. Just having him back. And, and the whole scene with him and Rey and Kylo at the end was just fantastic. I was going to say the reason is Hayden Christensen at the end... Of Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> Why did they do that? But that was sort of an audible, right? Yes, they already had the old audible, Anakin right. Skywalker, and then they Correct. moved Hayden Christensen's right, right, ghost right. in here. Coach Randy, you saw the film twice. Twice, yes. So what did you pick up in round two that you didn't pick up in round one that may have clouded or, or changed your opinion of the film? I might be one of the oldest. You know, I was, I was nine in 1977 when that came out, so you can do the math. Uh, real quickly, Car carry the one. Yeah. I can't do yeah, that. High R square. Yeah. No, I mean you win. You are you were the oldest. You are the oldest. So for me, this is a culmination of an entire life. Mm. Like the first time I saw the movie, uh, my dad took myself and my brother. Uh, and back then, they didn't have multiplex. They had the big, yep. the big mm -hmm. screens. Uh -huh. The cameo yep. in Denver, Colorado, and they were upstairs in the balcony. Huh. And then the movie was great. We went downstairs, went to the bathroom. My dad looked at my brother and I and said, "Would you like to see it a second time?" And my brother and I go, sure. And so we just walked in yep. to the main floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was back yeah. then. Yeah, we yeah. watched it a second time, right? So this is kind of like an ode to my, my brother, you know, his past and my, and my father. Um, so I went in the first time Thursday night by myself because I just kind of wanted to get an idea. And I watched it and I had a hard time. I had a time with Palpatine. Okay. I needed to know why. Mm -hmm. um, I had a hard time with all these ships and where these people come from. Uh, I did like Kylo Ren. I liked Harrison Ford. Uh, it was weird seeing Princess Leia. 
because you knew this. You knew. You know, so but all of those weird. all of those scenes but were filmed before she passed. Exactly. Right. 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 I knew it. I knew it. Right. Exactly. Right. I didn't think the 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 last Jedi was the the ultimate of bad and the the stuff that blew up. Mm-hmm. I, I love the last scene in the Last Jedi where the kid kind of just goes for the broom and right. like anybody could. You know, I understand the bar scene, so I I got all that. But I'm a movie fan, so what I decided to do is watch it, and then my son came in and we watched it a second time in IMAX. All right, so this way all those surprises were done. I could go and read and read about all the different backstories. All right, so the first time I gave it was probably three three friends added in. Second time I went back, five. Oh wow. wow! So you liked it that much? I liked it that and, much more. Wow. And is the time. experience in IMAX that much better than oh, standard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's like in your face. And I, I did 3D the first time, which you don't have to see it in 3D. But yeah, yeah, I never. But but, but IMAX. So so that's kind of where it came from for me. Is that I was able to get over, to get over the the stuff, uh-huh. and I I wanted to be entertained, and I don't jump into the. The, into the weeds. I like to kind of hang out on the... Uh, oh, these the, guys are in the weeds. Right, yeah. right now. I'm, I'm giving them a big, <laughs> thick machete so they can get... So that's why I figure, out. like, I have yeah. so much to learn from these these yeah, Jedi. These, or, these oracles absolutely. of geekdom. Absolutely. Because the Force is strong with them. Yes. <laughs> Christy is a stewing right now. I've seen many yeah, a facial expression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piggybacking, though, off of what Randy was saying, about how this is sort of like a lifetime thing. I actually was thinking the other day, outside of my family... The longest relationship that I've ever had with anything <laughs> has been so yes, 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 right? yes, anything, nothing. nothing. So, so, so it, 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 I get nitpicky about it, and you know the whole thing about the emperor. I mean, everybody is kind of the dead speak, and the emperor is back, and how, right? How, mm-hmm. how did this happen? Now, there's a small reference that I caught. Um, at the rebel base, where one of one of the technicians or someone I don't know exactly who it was says something. Well, well, it, it's dark science. I I don't accept that. I I, I need more. Right? right. This is the the the, the titular villain. Right. He's the guy. He's the villain. He's, the, he's right. The, right. He's the he's the villain who created the he's, villain. Right. Well, you have a good point. If metachlorians are making Jedi's <laughs> Jedi, then we <laughs> right. need to find out how right. Palpatine right. suddenly floated out of space exactly. into right. this right. Now, there's mysterious this whole, cave. Well, well, I mean, uh, Leia Poppins was able to do that last uh, <laughs> la- last movie, right? Wait, 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 but, Leia Poppins. Yeah. When uh, Carrie Fisher was yes, floating yeah. through space. Carrie yes. Poppins. Yes. Right. Yeah, another yeah, okay. pet peeve of mine right, right. there. Right. I, 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 I appreciate that. Yeah. Excuse me, this is a uh, Skywalker Rises <laughs> debate. <laughs> Getting off topic. <laughs> Last Jedi <laughs> debate. Right. But, but so, I mean, he's outside of Anthony Daniels, right? He's the yeah. only character right. that has been through practically every one of the movies with the exception of the last two, hmm. right? Anthony Daniels is it. He's right. the only human that's mm-hmm. been uh, through all the movies. Correct. So, and he is the villain. He's the villain, like Randy said. He's the, he's the top dog. I, how, I mean, I know that there are the, uh, they're no longer canon, but the, former extended universe there were these stories about and i didn't keep up with that but there were these stories about how the emperor made a made a point of cloning himself he essentially mm-hmm. had a closet full of clones so that he could <laughs> constantly be reborn and he kind of hints right. at that with respect to the snoke clones uh in the in the, in the tubes as you enter uh, you know uh, the mm-hmm. sith lair and there's sort of a mention of, well, more than a mention, but uh, the idea of him taking over uh, Ray's body if she kills him, and so he's able to put his life force into her and continue to live, and it's not necessarily cloning, but none of that explains 
how he escapes the Death right. Star mm-hmm. in Return of the Jedi and is now back. And that's a big question. How do we know how this happened? Is he a clone? Are mm-hmm. we sitting there? And that, again, removes the stakes. If that's not the real Emperor, if it's just a clone, then you know, why should I care as much? A plot point problem. Now, you said that you enjoyed the film, Nil Tenzer, mm-hmm. but you had a few problems with it. Right. Is that one of the problems, or are there... You know, there are other gripes. It may have been, but not as deep as, right. as Chris. Well, no one goes deeper than <laughs> Dale. No one does. Some of the things that, I don't want to say irked me, but I didn't understand, was a supposed love story, love triangle, that turned out not to be so. And that, for me, was Ray and... Um, what's his Finn? name? Finn. 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 Yeah. Um, clearly they, they kept referencing right. and hinting, but then after the fact, uh, I guess Abrams came out and said what he was really going to say was he was force, uh, what was force it? Sensitive. Force, right. force right. sensitive. Force sensitive. Force effing sensitive. Right. right. <laughs> but how do you infer that from the movie? Right. right. Yes. Yes. But, so, so you had that and it really seemed like he was head over heels for her from the moment he met her, essentially, right. in the first one. And then you brought in, um... From the uh, Last Jedi, I forgot her name, but uh, the, oh, uh, yeah, the um, Tico, I, yes, 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 and it seemed like there was something there. And then yeah. the the last one, the former stormtrooper that he found on the on the planet, right, seemed to be into him as well, and he had like no eyes for anybody. But yes, the one with the big red hair, and yes, the freckles. yes, right. yes. Yeah. I like your look. You know, they were working the together. The new Disney Plus uh, movie that new Disney Plus series that they're going to. Oh no! Inevit- no, I'm, I'm I'm guessing here. Oh, but, that, but they're okay. going they're, they're to spin this off. Like yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah, but then he had right. you know Lando, right? Right. Which is cool. Dude's old, right? Had that kind but, of but weird. But Lando. I mean, yeah. Lando. Mm-hmm. At the very end, he's like. Come on, honey, let's go check out... Let's well, go find out where you came from. Well, I, let's start back here in this back room and we'll start here. I did read about this also. <laughs> yes. They hinted at, I guess, the backstory where there is um, when the Empire came to power with the Stormtroopers and the girl inferred this in the movie mm-hmm. where the Empire the Empire came and took the babies away from the parents to make them with the Stormtroopers and the Empire says this, this girl's Lando's daughter, supposedly. That's even weirder. Yeah, and, yeah. Lando, and Lando kind of suspects it, which is why he's saying, let's find out where you come and from. And Lando did get around. To he did get around. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly right. That's like, that awkward, back that's like that awkward kiss between you know, Luke possible. and Leia. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. which is kind of disgusting now you think yeah, about like, it. Yeah, like, well, they were brother and sister. Yeah. That's kind of gross. So now you're talking, he's hitting on his daughter. But they had, they right. had no idea. Right. Can, right. Can, can I just jump in real quick on, on this whole Stormtrooper thing? Sure. Um, and and I'm, I'm not claiming credit for this idea, but I heard it and thought, wow, so you've got this whole group of former stormtroopers, right? And the story is, uh, you know, we laid down our weapons because they asked us to kill women and children and we couldn't do it. And that's important and it's powerful. But if you wanted to complete Finn's story arc, right? How great would it have been if they had said, if he had said, why did you do it? Why did you give And he, they had said, we heard about you. We had heard oh, what you did. Oh, and okay. you inspired us. And 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 now you've elevated Finn, right? right. You know, well, you so gave me you goosebumps. Can, so that was cool. <laughs> and I can't claim credit for that. That's right. why we bring these guys in. But, oh. but I, I thought, what a great way to kind of wrap that character up and yeah. give him some level but of to that point. That they, they, there are a lot of story acts they don't wrap up. Exactly. Well, right. so right. So this is it, though. Right. It's right. This, is a, this is an important right. springboard. The character development. All right. I want to make sure that we've already touched on it. I want to make sure that we focus on it and get everyone's opinions heard. Were all the characters that needed to be developed over the course of the three-movie arc developed 
to your liking. Now, you talked about Kylo. He's bad, and he's good, and right. he's conflicted, and we know where the family he comes from. But, um, you know, and then you have Rey, who is essentially the centerpiece right. of this, this film saga. Uh, she has a story, and now Chris is saying, well, you've got to read other material right. in order to mm-hmm. understand right. What, right. Ray's, what Ray's deal is. Right. You know, Ray, during Ray, the saga, Ray's and parents, they, they finally bring in Ray's parents in that brief flashback. And they kind of gloss over it. But, right, they're yeah, like... They do. like yeah. so, I mean, so, what did you think of that scene? It was, to your point, to your point, too quick. As far as development of characters mm-hmm. goes, too quick. They keep building up where did Ray come from, where did Ray come from, mm-hmm. where did Ray come from. And then, oh, she's Palpatine's granddaughter, but the parents are like non-entities now. It's all said and done. That, that's the thing. It's right. like the genetic, you know, the ball pattern that starts with the grandfather, skips the son, but then right. goes right. to the grandson. You right. know, it's, it's skipped, uh, right. yeah. skipped her parents. Right. right. You only saw the tugs of the dark side like in the last 30, 35 minutes exactly. right, mm-hmm. of this film. And I think that that irked a lot of sure. right. a lot of fans. That should have been a struggle. It was very rushed. Yep. Like you saw in the uh, original three, four, five, and six, right. with the with right. the Vader storyline. Yes. Yeah, agree. Uh, other characters you wish, John, that they uh, did a little bit more with. To Chris's point, Finn, mm-hmm. um, as far as you know, where he came from, what his backstory was, what he wanted to tell Ray specifically. I mean, you're hearing Abram saying after the fact that he's force sensitive. We can glean that from the movie at all. Mm-hmm. How, how are we supposed to know this? Force. Sensitive. Uh, how would you define that, fellas? How do you define that, John? As force sensitive, what does that mean? That he. He feels something. I don't know what he feels, but uh, I mean, he's around Ray. I don't know what he I feels. I mean, he's a guy. Well, we all feel something. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. 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 Yep. And that's why they didn't mention it in the movie. He right. mentioned it after the fact, because if you mention it in the movie, all the questions would have blown up. Right. What is Force Sense of that new thing now? And then if you don't address that, then it's even more of a big right. elephant out there. Yeah. You uh, you had characters, obviously, from the original three. You had Leia, you had C-3PO. Uh, I know one of your big issues was not enough R2-D2. Yeah. Not enough I would agree. R2. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Oh, yes. Chris yeah. Diaz for R2-D2. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Right, he's he's the tether throughout all the films. Now, the, right, there's uh, I think at some point he becomes a, uh, a, um, a remote control, right? But mm-hmm. if there was a character, there was a human Can playing he make him. Can he make yes. yeah. right? Who played who him? Played Fidget and Time <laughs> Bandits. If anybody saw, oh, that. Wow. that's right. Yeah, there's Excellent. some useless knowledge. There you go. Right there, coming wow. through, coming through. Oh, Vince Slugs. Did not see that one coming. Absolutely, Time Bandits. Did love that film. Yes, but so here, interesting thing. R two now is the one character who has seen all of his masters die, right? Every single one of them, straight through. Anakin, Leia, Luke, Obi Wan, Obi Wan. Right? He's seen all of them go. How do you give him such short shrift in the last movie? I mean, he and C-3PO open up the very first movie. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, mean, I just felt that they sidelined him a little bit. And uh, a little bit, a lot in this last movie. Well, BBA and took over BBA for took right. over. Oh, BBA really is so uh, cute. Yeah, oh, yeah but it's, it's not R2-D2. He's essentially a rolling yeah, yeah. R2-D2. But it's, it's, uh, he's got balls. But, <laughs> but, but this, this new balls. droid, though, Dio, that's my spirit droid. I mean, and, he's and, just and yet there's alone. nothing terribly yeah. descript about Dio. Yeah. Well, no. He just says thank you a lot. Yeah, he says thank you and then leave me alone. Right. That's, you know, if I could be a droid, that would be me. Why do you feel they have to add another machine 
Is that just from marketing? I mean, come on. Of Did course, you, yeah. The toys are already out. The, 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 yes. the Funko Pop of our, of Dio was out, I think, six months before the movie started. Do you so have it yet? I don't have it yet. <laughs> Shame on you. I, I had to draw the line. So. You know what to get Diaz <laughs> yeah. for his birthday. Right? The Dio Pop thing. Yes. <laughs> so one thing that every Star Wars film is famous for are great battle scenes, epic battle scenes, where multiple extras are out there swinging lightsabers and shooting guns, or they're in a space vehicle of, of some sort. Um, just throwing my own uh, personal opinion this whole thing. There were so many Death Star battles over the course of the nine films, right? You had, of course, the big one in the original, right. then you had another one in Jedi, then you had another one in Episode Seven: mm -hmm. The Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. And my, my biggest uh, feeling of dread going into the theater was, is there going to be another Death Star? Another X-Wing fighter that has to slip in right. and zap the generator, explode with a thud, and everybody celebrates an Endor. That kind of thing. And there was such a, there was such a, um, a template, but it wasn't a Death Star per se. John Brooks, what did you think of the epic last battle scene? I liked it because there was no Death Star okay. specifically. It was different. It was the whole Empire fleet. This is the last battle. It was all built up to this. This is what it comes down to. There's no one big major base or one big major planet with a gun in the middle of it, which I don't know. I can't explain that one still to this day how that's possible. Mm -hmm. You have a gun in the middle of a planet, like the Star Killer in Force Awakens. Right, right. So it was different in that respect. Seeing Wedge come back, that was, oh, that that was, was fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. Just to see that, I liked it. I liked this last battle in this movie. It was very that cool alone. having the actual old Death Star crash on the planet. Yeah. Oh, that yes. was awesome. I mean, that was, that was great. Yeah. I mean, the wreckage. You get yeah. into you know semantics. How does something the size of a planet land on a planet? Right. But uh, it was still <laughs> cool to see it, you know, and then interact with it. Right. Bring it yeah. back into play yeah. one right. last time. And for all the technology that Star Wars provides, one of the ways they were able to upend this this new order was with these uh, horny horses. <laughs> right? They were undetectable. You, you, you always have to squeeze in the animal exactly right. somewhere yeah. in Star Wars, oh, right? If it's not course. an Ewok, it's uh, you know, it's it's, it's but a, there were Ewoks. Yes, there, there were. were. Yes, well, there were. you know, it was nice to see for Wicked, all five and seconds. Yes. Wicked yeah. Junior yeah. kind yes. of like looking over. I, I, I chuckled. Uh -huh. Right. Yes. yes. I chuckled. I'm like, yeah. I remember that was kind of a thing yeah. that was a. A thing at the end of, right. Uh, right. Uh, right. of the Jedi is that you had those Ewoks. Right. We were like, hey, the Ewoks, but right. they was yep. chuckling. Right. That, that was J.J. But for those of us who grew up on it, it was yeah. nice yeah. to see. Sure, nice yeah. It was a yeah. lot of fan service. Yes. Yeah. It was a and lot of fan service. Another weak thing was the uh, the spy factor. Mm -hmm. okay. So you had this guy, <gasps> you know, the second in command, essentially, yeah. right. going in, and he's the spy, and he gets killed two seconds right. later. <laughs> and it was like a shock for a second, but then it was like, Really, you yeah. know, it was yeah. a total yeah. Yeah. surprise, no then movie. let down right, right. after. Yeah, that. And, he, and he wasn't even a mole, right? From right, the uh, whatever you want to right. the rebel forces, right? right. So he was just didn't like Rams, yeah. right? So he wanted to overthrow right. him, exactly. Right? That right. Was, it was all about uh, intra office politics, yes. right? Yes, right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, going back real quick to that last battle, here was my problem with it it seemed as though they watched the Avengers. <laughs> and thought, well, same wow, owner. that works. Same owner, you, know? <laughs> you know, it was a very, with True. Lando showing up with that fleet, it was a very on-your-left moment, right? Like from Endgame, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Yeah, you knew it was, it was that Endgame yeah. moment yeah, was... where, you know, all the Avengers show up at the last minute. All hope and, is lost you know, and, right. and right. hey, by the way, we're here. Now, another thing I heard that probably would have been even more impactful was instead of putting Lando 
on that ship that brings over this armada, how great would it have been if it had been Kylo? How great for him yeah. to redeem himself by, instead of showing up, right, to save the day for Rey, who really doesn't need the day saved because she's, you know, he's thrown over the edge of a cliff and really doesn't help very much other than to give, you know, the life force at the end, mm -hmm. right? Instead of him wasting his time there, if he had, you know, left the wreckage of the Star Destroyer, of, of the, uh, of the uh, Death Star, and decided, you know, what they need is they need me to rally the troops, and he is the one who shows up and has that on your left hand. I, 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 I disagree with that. Okay. Same, I agree. Okay. I agree. I think it's crap. I'm with you. I yeah. think that is a he bullshit. Had, he, had a <laughs> I, I, I just he had a tie-in. I just don't see it. I just No, I just want to throw some. I just he want to throw some. He sacrificed himself. I think it's a great idea. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, 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 you, were, so you, were, you were happier to watch him do a dance with three or four Knights of Ren who we know nothing about, show up, get tossed over the side of a cliff, and then... I mean, yes. what he did in the last two minutes... Where he passed on his life force could still have been accomplished if he had led the fleet and then showed up back there to finish up the how, fight. How do you do that? You, you, you beam yourself down from the ship to, to I don't know. I mean, how how do you know? I don't quite buy it. Okay. He, he had no attachment or connection with the fleet or right. any of those players. Exactly. He's was, a his, his solo. He's a pilot. Nah. The guy the guy has piloting in his blood. He's also a Jedi. He's <laughs> also in the Force. He's also part of this whole battle with. Last the Emperor, I remember, Darth Vader was a Jedi, and he was able to be an amazing pilot. Luke Skywalker blew up the Death Star, and he was an amazing pilot. Kylo Ren, I don't know. Why don't we? Why don't we make his contribution a little more, a little more impactful than showing up to help a character who doesn't need helping? She was dead. She needed help. She was dead. Yeah, that's when you show up. So we're in a revisionist uh, history rabbit hole. I don't quite, I don't quite <laughs> buy it. Star Wars. I, I, and I don't think most of the audience would have felt it either. Exactly. Right. Giving skills to Kylo Ren. Clearly, was never he did not have. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What skill did he not have? He didn't have the uh, power of flight. He did, he did fly How a TIE fighter. How does he not have the fl power of flight? You didn't see it. You didn't see it in the movie. They of course you did. It was important. Of course you did. No, he, he, you he saw him. Actually, he flew yeah. that, that he flew TIE, tie fighter. fighter. Yeah, yes. you're right. Yes. But him coming with the fleet doesn't have the same emotional resonance as him helping Ray. Who they've been going back and forth this whole time, the whole trilogy, going back and forth, connection, connection, let, connection. Let me ask you, how deeply did you feel it when Lando showed up with the uh, fleet? I thought it was pretty cool, but not like, did oh, you, were I'm you so like, thrilled out. <gasps> well, there, Lando, there were no other Lando who hasn't, who hasn't moved from a sitting position the entire movie has now shown up with the fleet. How did Lando manage... Lando. Who else is going to fly the Falcon? Right. Maybe Poe right. Dameron? Right. No. Maybe you make... Hear me out on this. Maybe Han Solo's son. No. Gets I, I, to fly the Millennium Falcon. I still don't buy it. Oh, oh yes, folks! No. Drop that. the mic! Why? About that. I'm not feeling it still. Okay. I'm not feeling it All still. All right, so you know what we're going to do? We'll, we'll never resolve this, and that's the... <laughs> oh, that's, that the was, that's, that's what I'm talking about! about. <laughs> Thank you, I love this day! Thank you.
You know, we have to tell we have to tell the audience what just happened here. All right, Adam so G. so clearly things got so intense with this. <laughs> Kylo should have flown the Millennium Falcon, and Lando should not. That uh, our guest knocked the mic out. <laughs> actually pulled the plug and uh, almost almost came to blows. Uh, Randy and I went to go get a cup of coffee while they were battling it out. But yeah, That's all right. I mean, I mean, wow. I mean, I was. That was fun. You know what happens sometimes when there's like a heated debate where chairs yeah, are being thrown and fists are flying <laughs> and then the screen goes to please stand by. Uh, let's all have a Zen moment right. and then I'll bring you back to uh, fighting stance and fighting words. Yeah. And now we're going to talk a little bit about I just, I just real quickly. It's Coach Randy show. would like to say something. I just, I, I love the idea of who better to fly than Han Solo. Thank son. you. So I just, Thank you, Randy. I got to give you props. Now, I don't, I understand I'd give you props because that. I would. Have, I don't know if I would have made the connection right away, but that would have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's, I can appreciate that. That's now, the out of the out of the film thinking. Yes. Yeah. You know, you but know, to go back Christy to the end the and the loves and the, the another awkward quit. You know, kiss. Are they in love? Whatever it might be, or they whatever it is. And the, but I just had to just take a moment and. I think I shot my load there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. All right. Well, if you need to do what what one does. Give me another half an hour. I'll be wow, back. Ready coach. to go. All right. It's a family show here. It was. Family show. And a show about dads. Randy well, just blew up all the rest. <laughs> <laughs> well, many, many moons of Endor. Those <laughs> are great to stir emotional. Yes. Yes. Uh, and and now it's in everybody's hearts. Just give me a little more time. I'll be ready to go back. Let's bring it back to a home base. I believe that's Yavin 4, if I'm not mistaken. Very good. Very good. Very this. good. Nice. Uh, yes. Tri- trivia nuggets abound yeah, here. Yes. So Mandalorian is the essentially the vehicle that suckered everybody into <laughs> buying Disney Plus, yes, including absolutely. this sucker that's right. that's speaking. Right I get now. it for free for my first year. I do. Right. Yes. Yes. You're, you're, you're still a sucker because you will be. Paid. <laughs> Don't believe me. There is a price to pay, <laughs> oh, yeah. and it and it's a coming. It's yep. a coming. Well, rumor has it that people drop their. Uh, their membership right after the end of the uh... Mandalorian. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, but I also think that's a mistake. It right. Is, I think because so more good content is coming back. Right. Anyway. Season two is, and I think they're filming it now. Yeah. Right. So uh, for those of you who are mildly aware of, of what this show is all about, this is not Boba Fett, but this is a character called the Mandalorian. His name is the Mandalorian, and he comes from the ancient bounty hunter order of Mandalorians. There are several of them, and if you watch the show, you'll see that the history goes back many, many moons where there are even interactions with the Jedi. You'll, you'll learn that in, in Episode 8. So, uh, again, we said there are going to be spoilers, and by now, you know, if, if you don't know that there's a show called The Mandalorian and then there's a, a, a Baby Yoda-type character, we don't know if it's if you Yoda. you don't know Baby Yoda is, the right. three of us are going to come right. to your ass and crack right. crap. We're going to put you in a bag and living in your, You're living in your refrigerator <laughs> right. right now. Right. And uh, now what's nice about the show is there are references to aliens and character types and planets that you would have seen in the uh, in the canon of the nine films. Right. A lot of this, nice Easter eggs. Right, yeah. right. And the story actually takes place between Episode Six Jedi and Episode Seven Force Awakens. Right. That a, that's official, right? That's yes. official. Yes. That's official. I think it's official. like a five-year yes. period, if I'm not right. mistaken, yeah. between like end of uh, Jedi and then exactly right. Going forward. Correct. Okay. But you're not going to see Lando. You're not going to see no. C-3PO. Correct. You might see droids that look like R2-D2, but Correct. you're not going to see R2-D2. And there's some, like, Cantina Bar. And there's Jawas. Jawas, right. Jawas, Sand people. Right. Which is cool. You, you have those. Yes. You're right? No, they, 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 the sound that they make. Yeah, I know, but after what you said before. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's coming, it's coming and down. I'm sitting right in front of you, <laughs> so I'm really in the line of fire. She's still shooting the slow. I'll shoot in the opposite direction. Okay, so Mandalorian, Coach. All right. So it's an eight-episode 
episode series, right? At least that's uh, that's what's happening in the in the first season, right? Uh, on Disney Plus. Um, I know that there's some mixed emotions in this room. I happen to love it because, again, because of all that texture and. Um, even though there aren't a lot of original <laughs> characters, there is uh, there's a lot of the um, stylings, if you will, from the original movies. So let's walk through the team here. Mandalorian, we'll start with you. Chris Diaz, what'd you think? It's more Star Wars than the last two Star Wars films combined, in my opinion. Unpack that, please. All right. Um, Star Wars, for me, is about the fun of it, right? Um, I, I kind of go a different direction with Star Wars than I do with comics. Like I like dark, gritty, you know, stories when it comes to comics. When it comes to Star Wars, I want to smile when I'm watching Star Wars. I want to feel like that six or seven year old kid again when I watch it. And for me, uh, you know, Disney should be backing up the Brinks truck to John Favreau and giving him, <laughs> giving him all the monies. Well, all because the he time. is money, and he doesn't he even is. know. Is. Right. Oh, oh, money. He deserves it. I mean, the guy is is world building in a world that already exists, but that we don't know about in that period. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I love that aspect of this being sort of like a Western uh, where you've got you know, this entire structure that has fallen apart and the little factions and the pieces inside that structure that are still battling for dominance or survival and thrown into the mix of that is potentially the most powerful being in the universe, right? Hmm. Um, and how that plays out. And invariably, every episode, I find myself having those moments, those six or seven-year-old moments where I'm just giddy and mm -hmm. you're smiling and and that was great it's a wonderful callback i will grant you that it is a slower build than most people would like but the last two episodes pay off in spades for what it builds up to and so for me um it's got all the elements of star wars that we were missing in the last few films john brooks your counter sure okay. i go here right now <laughs> or as I call it, the Mandalorian yawn. Oh, oh. 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 shame. Oh. Here's the thing. The first episode, very excited for it. I thought it was great. Seeing this whole other side of the Star Wars story, the Baby Yoda was a big twist I never saw coming. Love the character. Love Baby Yoda. Do not dispute Baby Yoda. The last two episodes, great. A lot of action packed. In between, not so much. I ended up starting to get bored, bored, bored the longer it went. Where's this going? Where's this going? What am I watching this for? It became a chore to watch this. I think the turning point for me was the, the, the episode where um, he was on the planet and he saved the whole village of people from... Yeah, that... that the, yeah, with, with yeah. Gina Carano, the uh, MMA yeah, fighter. Yeah, yes. I mean, it's called the A-Team, basically is what it was. That was the A-Team. You know, they, they come dun, in, swoop dun, in, dun, dun, dun. Save, yeah, save the innocents, <laughs> and then go on their merry way. It was it's the just, three amigos. Yeah, it's basically. But it. then you saw yeah. the the machine that was coming in was from uh, yeah, Return of the Jedi. ATST from Return of the Jedi. Right, right. So I kind of appreciate that, but that right. But overall, it just it just didn't do it for me. And and the acting was I thought atrocious, and I couldn't get past that. Could not get past it. So hold on, hold on. Feel the moment. Sorry to bring it down. No, 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 I need to feel it. Okay. 
I'm getting close again. All right, let's go. <laughs> so before I even give my two cents and my feelings, just to kind of jump on John here, uh, again, oh, please do. It, <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> this is a series. So yes. again, look at Game of Thrones. Look at The Walking right. Dead. There are always going to be points where it's a slow build. You need to establish right. certain plot points, certain characters. There's going to be a couple of episodes that are a little slower. Sure. That's part of the process. If you're into the story, right. you're going to stick with it and you're going to ride that to get to that, right. you know, the, the, the bigger hitting points. For me, I, I, I'm more on Chris's side. I really enjoyed it. I found the character. Again, it's like looking at the Star Wars universe and zooming in on a microscope. Hmm. You're focusing... You're getting into one specific character, and you're getting his backstory. You're getting all about him, his feelings, his emotions. And again, he's a guy who never takes off his damn helmet, you know? And finally, you know, he does... This one, is the way. He does at one point, he takes it off, but you're only seeing it from his point of view. Right. right. And you say, put it back on. Please. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. And nobody's around. And then and the, 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 the uh, droid takes it off of him in the last episode because he was going to die if he didn't. So... That's fine. You saw, you saw his face, and th- there's your uh, Game of Thrones tie-in, because it's the same mm-hmm. actor, right? right. But um, you're getting to know this guy. You're getting to know he's not just a savage bounty hunter. He's a guy who, who's been through traumatic experiences as a kid. Uh, you know, he kind of is adopted into the Mandalorian culture. He's not just, you know, wherever he was, you know, and his parents saved him, and then he, he was rescued. And... He's kind of adopting that same feeling towards Baby Yoda. So now he becomes, you know, the parent. And that whole dynamic, I think, is really, really enticing. Did you like it, Coach? You know, so again, I'm just a fan of anything Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I knew there was going to be a story about Boba Fett. You know, if we remember going back, we knew there was something to be about uh, the connection about Rogue One. We knew that there might be a thing about Obi-Wan, which we now know is actually going to become... Uh, story, and there was something about Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, Boba Fett, apparently I was wrong. You were. I was wrong. Right. Doesn't make you a bad person. Does not make you a bad person, but I was thinking mm-hmm. Boba Fett, yeah. and then Mandalorians, so I didn't even know they were called Mandalorians until, right? And so I'm like, for me, I didn't know Mandalorians were a thing, I just thought it was Boba Fett. So it's kind of nice, and I kind of just like the story. I did. I will say, I cannot stand Baby Yoda's story. I love Baby Yoda, don't get me wrong, but it is not Baby Yoda. It's Baby. It's, yes. the, it's the baby. Right. It's, it's the a kids. Yoda-like. It's, exactly. it's, it's right. a baby right. green thing that right. looks like Yoda because same that, species, if you will. Until Just he gets a episode. name, right. he's Baby Yoda. Maybe exactly. a Dagobah right. of some kind. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The child. Yeah. 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 So so it took me three episodes child. to realize. Yes. That's what I kept saying. Are we sure it's after six and before seven? Because I know for a fact. I watched when Yoda dies. Yes. I mean, when you know when. He, boom, he's done. gone. Right, mm-hmm. he right. disappears. You exactly. know when a Jedi dies, they mm-hmm. float away. Yeah. Right, yeah. so that happened. That's be that happened. Yes, uh, I'm done. His words, and so how I thought maybe it was beforehand, and so that infuriated me. I know it wasn't Star Wars' fault. Mm-hmm. It was the fan base. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and so that was the piece that I just maybe some sort of I don't know resurrection or reincarnation. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. I, I, I we still maybe, don't know. But I mean, a clone if, if because they say he's 50 years old technically, right, and right. he's a baby because Yoda was like 300 <coughs> was, or something. Right. It was like 60 years old. It was like a 30 year period. Correct. Exactly. So, so John, a little disappointed. So, other than the acting. Right. In order to bring you back into the Mandalorian fold, what would you be looking for? Just more advancements to the story in season two. Just it's going a little bit too slow for me. Again, a lot of what I saw 
in the middle of season one was very cliche for other series that I've watched before as far as like swooping in, saving the village and just, and, and this whole busting out of jail thing. It just, it just having been done before. And very, nudity. very episodic. Right. I'll, I'll say and that. nudity, of course. Well, without saying, yes, exactly. <laughs> seen some of the characters on the show? <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. But had you, like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, uh, Chris, you, you've watched Clone Wars, you've watched all those other kind of different science stories. I'm, I'm, I'm going to surprise you. I don't watch any of the Same. animated stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I try to keep up oh. on, on, on some of the information that comes from there, uh, but they got me. On the last episode, I had to go back and look up what the big Easter egg... Are we allowed to say? What's sure, the big yeah, Easter egg? Of course. So at the end of uh, the last episode, uh, Moff, whatever his name is, I can't recall, yeah. but who was played Gideon, by... Moff Gideon. Yeah, Moff Gideon. Yeah. He's played by the who, guy from, uh, from Poyo Yoko at from, uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking right. Bad. Right. And the who, last episode of The Boys. Too. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, who cuts his way out of that TIE fighter. Right. And he's holding... Th- Something that looks like a lightsaber, but really isn't a lightsaber. They call it dark saber or something. uh, It comes directly from the Clone Wars uh, um, animated series. It's a dark saber, which is the only lightsaber designed for the only Mandalorian Jedi that ever lived. So it is an artifact, and it plays heavy in that series, and should play heavy throughout this one because clearly we see. The Mandalorian trying to regain pieces of the metal that uh, is used mm-hmm. by the Empire right. mm-hmm. um, when they, you know, take over Mandalore, uh, and he's using that to rebuild his armor as he go- as he uh, advances. Um, this thing is like the Holy Grail. I mean, it is supposed to be, you know, a one of a kind artifact, and he's going to want that. At some right. point, so they're going to come to head, but they got me completely on that. I had to, it was one of the few times in Star Wars that I had to kind of go back and say, yeah. That looks like a lot, that looks like something, but I should know this and I don't know this. Yeah. And I had to go back and research it. But it, I, I, those little bits of fan service, even if they come from the parts of the universe that I don't watch, I think are uh, what really, like, like Neil was saying before, those little Easter eggs. Are, are part of the attraction to this show. It's part mm-hmm. of the appeal hmm. to the show. Well, that pretty much defeats my argument. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if you had watched that, uh-huh. see, right. if that was the first time you ever watched any kind of a series Star Wars, it's not, right. we're used to uh, one movie, you come in, you give us the hour and a half, two hours, and you're right. done. Right. But this is spread over... Over time, right. right now right. you have reason to watch yeah. everything exactly. in the Pantheon. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. It's got to hold you, and even if there are yeah. slow right. episodes, right. Yeah. you still want to stay invested. And so you're right. so used to the that kind of this. He's coming from just from place to place. Like, right. what's the purpose? Right. right. He's like a Bedouin, just kind of looking for some place right. to go and there, just there was, make there money. Was, there was too much filler in between for me. Yeah. Too much slow stuff in yeah. between. It was kind of, kind of like the Phantom Menace of the of the, the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm hoping season two is a lot more. Nitty gritty into wow. yeah, that is he, some high yeah. desecration right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this is how I see it. Hey. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's. I mean, he's got a mission now. So right, right? he's got to find the homeworld right. of the child, and he's right. got to return him mm-hmm. to the, to the right. homeworld. So now maybe that will help you, uh, you know, to enjoy the show more because right. there's more of a focus. That's so my hope ra- as well. Exactly. You'd rather go from one to first episode. All you do is three episodes for you. Yeah. One, seven, eight. I don't, think, I don't think it needed eight episodes. Yeah. You know? One, seven, eight. And yet right. I wanted more. I'm I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was Absolutely. left hoping yeah. it was like a 12 yeah. season. Yeah. yeah, 12 episodes. But again, season. that's how they get you. They do. I look forward to Fridays, not because it was the weekend. You know, I look right. forward to Friday. Right. Friday, yeah. I watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was right. more like, oh, here we go again. I just got to watch it and get over with. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, this, this brings up something interesting about the 
again, the, that pantheon of Star Wars. You know, 4, 5, and 6, obviously, they are the holy grail yes. mm-hmm. of Star Wars. 1, 2, and 3 came out, and high expectations, because so much time had gone mm-hmm. by between they Jedi... They were all from George Lucas. All right. from George. So we figured, story. okay, there's going to be some some continuum happening, although... Obviously, from the from the front part, not the not mm-hmm. the uh, the end part or the or the the middle part, and I think most people would say unmitigated disaster, mm-hmm. right? Then you have episodes seven, eight, and nine, okay, and I think people say better, mm-hmm. all right, but not like four, five, and six, closer right. to the right. original three, yes. but not right. Right. All right, right. now, so I'm going to throw in a little, little zinger here. Rogue One, extremely well received. Yes. Yeah. Han Solo. No, so not so much. Not at all. No, not so much. Mandalorian, John excluded. For the most part, people seem to love it. So here's my theory, and you tell me if you agree. I think people would prefer to use their own imagination with the characters that they have come to know and love. So we know that Vader became Vader. It was Anakin. There was this push and pull, the bright side, the dark side. And you're you're showing it on screen, and you're basically... Um, diffusing everything that you thought had happened mm-hmm. by way of this ridiculous film. Right. Seven, eight, and nine, I think people were okay knowing that something had happened after Jedi, but we didn't need to be shown it. Not told it, shown it on screen. Mm-hmm. Rogue One worked because it didn't involve any of the right. characters right. from the original three films. It involved a story that w- that was hinted at. And it just led into the... Exactly, and, and let in perfectly. Perfect. And Solo, right, right. it's like, all right, so you're telling us how Han Solo became Han Solo. Right. We talked about this last night, Correct. John, and you said, doesn't well, really well, matter. Who right. cares? He's, he's dead. Who well, cares? Who cares? Right. Right. Yeah, who cares how he got there? He's dead. So There's Neil, no value to the story. Right. You, you made a good point, Neil, about it's this um, microscope uh, being zoned in on a mythology within a mm-hmm. mythology, right? Yep. A story we didn't know much about right but it's just sort of unfolding in front of us right but it doesn't really involve everyone else in in the narrative that right. we've come to know and love you know everyone from your skywalker to c-3po to your chewbacca those those mm-hmm. original cast of characters but something is happening yep it's that, a new character mm-hmm. and they, they yeah. want to get to love this new character right. and it adds right. some evolution to the star wars story without ruining it yep ruining what we know about the characters that we knew and love anyone agree I think there's a lot to be said for that. I think that uh, the idea of imagination and not having to be pinned down to one person's idea of how this played out is is good. Um, you know, it goes to the to the idea that you can't please everyone, right? right. Mm. So if uh, you know if you create this backstory for Han Solo, there are some people who are going to think, oh, well, yeah, I kind of I always wondered how he got his name, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I always wondered how he met Chewbacca, and there are other how people who are going to... How he did the Kessel Run to, right. Parsons. Right, <laughs> exactly. Very impressive still to the staff. How he got uh, the Falcon. But, yeah. Right. There are people who are, going to, who are going to appreciate that, and then there are people who are going to say, well, that just completely ruins mm-hmm. everything that yep. I ever imagined about it. I didn't hate Solo. What I, what I thought was probably the thing that detracted most and the poor guy i mean the, who gets to step into han right. solo's shoes and, and, and that play, cast was good yeah, you know, it was a lover um alden ehrenreich and you had amelia clark yes, yes. yes. Right? Yes. from game yes. of thrones right. so paul, paul yeah. bellamy was in it that's right too. yeah so i mean it, <clears throat> I mean, it had all the ingredients there it's just you know again you're 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 recreating a beloved character from Almost from scratch, right? Mm-hmm. From from his from his origins, and it's and it's not him. 
you know. Uh, and yeah, I mean, last thing you want, and I doubt he would allow it, would be a, would be a a, a de-aged version of right, you know, right, 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 de-aged right. version of of Han Solo. It's not the Irishman here, right? The exactly. So, so I mean, but but you know, and no one wants that anyway. So I mean, it's sort of damned if you do and damned if you don't. Um, but but I I completely get the point that there are you know there's a there's a, a danger of destroying people's vision that their preconceived vision or their mm-hmm. imagination mm-hmm. Uh, with respect to how these things played out right. uh, outside extra of the story. Very good guys, appreciate you coming in. We're going to uh, take it home with a couple of questions. But Renny, you're throwing a no. a, a three fingered Yoda hand <laughs> at me. Um, Do the magic hand. Go ahead. No, it's it's. Yeah, I'm no, not well, force sensitive, well, Renny. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he's crushing your windpipe. <laughs> you don't feel that? He's crushing my will to live. That's what he's doing. <laughs> or to complete this plan. <laughs> yeah. So, Good coach. No, so part of this is we're bad to the day. Yeah, yeah, right? of course. Uh, and. Uh, we're we're dads, so I'm curious to know, um, as you have the time to, to spend, you know, what's the the connection between the Star Wars saga, movies, TV shows that you have with your kids, in terms um, of you know that kind of relationship, and is it you know is it um, overt? Is it something that's meaningful? And maybe your own dad, I'm curious. Uh, no, I mean, my growing up, no one had any interest in any of this but yeah. me. Uh, you know, I have tried uh as, as mightily to pass it on to my you know she is not a jedi like her father before her. Uh, she 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 tries you know uh one of the first like you, you know we do the costume thing together one of the first costumes she and i ever did before she had any will of her own was like a little baby uh princess leia and i was darth vader and we we did a Jedi and Padme as she got older mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it. She's not even interested in going yeah. to the movies. She's not interested in, uh, which is which is heartbreaking for me. Although she does think Baby Yoda is adorable, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but no. I, I as far as the connection to dads and the dad universe, mm-hmm. I'll throw this out there. Um, I think every portion of the saga has its uh, its own theme, mm-hmm. and for me. Um, the theme, the theme of, 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 the, of the movies that we grew up with were about fathers and sons mm-hmm. and, um, you know, about coming to uh, the realization uh, that there is always a connection between you and your father. Mm-hmm. And so uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, that is how I sort of tie the idea of dads mm-hmm. into the Star Wars universe. Mm. Good point. Uh, my daughter, again, the same age as Chris's daughter, she has zero interest in any of it. Uh, my son, who's two years younger, he came with me to see uh, um, the uh, Skywalker Rise of Skywalker. Uh, he enjoyed it. Uh, got a little emotional, which, again, I did want to ask you guys, um, jumping off topic quickly, any any uh, tears shed during uh, the Rise of Skywalker? A little close at times, yes, when uh, when Princess Leia died and Chewbacca let out. That, got that was the part out. that got that me. Can we all get a Chewbacca's Chewbacca reaction? reaction. Oh. On three, one, oh. two, three. Oh. All right, now uh, now everybody has a ringtone. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, I audibly gasped when yeah. Han showed up. Yes, yeah. so that was my, yeah. my, my moment there. Agreed. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you know, I like Chew- it when he kind of Chewbacca reaction. He would, like, beforehand when he stuck the you know the lightsaber in him, he was touching mm-hmm. his face and he came back and right did it again. exactly right, mm-hmm. and uh, that was the moment. So right. I'm yep. glad you asked that question. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so my son, he's he's into it with me, not so much with the Mandalorian. I tried to sit him down. If my daughter's around, look, 
Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. And she's looking up from, of course, on her phone. Right. But uh, she's like, yes, he's cute, and goes back to doing. But that's that's close. And again, same thing with Chris. Growing up, it wasn't really that, you know, connection. I would watch it, and I would enjoy it with my brother. But right. I don't think my parents were really into mm-hmm. it with us. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, for me, growing up, yeah, my parents came to the movies with us. I've loved this since day one. I've been hardcore into this since day one. Um, my my brother also, same thing. So I always had him to pass things off of mm-hmm. growing up as far as that goes. My kids, again, my daughter's the same age as Chris's and Neil's and Adam's. She can care less about Star Wars. I have my old action figures that I grew up with in my house. <laughs> I have them. Mm-hmm. I tried pushing them on Tyler in the worst way to no avail. <laughs> he could care less. He knows who the characters are. He's interested in the fact, the fact that I'm interested, so he wants to ask about things at times, but as far as watching the movies, no sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God knows I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I do think, and, and I know, John, you'll probably disagree, I, I do think that The Mandalorian will be this young generation's Star Wars. Could and be. where we had the Kenner action figures, right. which were not articulate at all. They, Correct. Uh, the arms course. moved up and down, and the, the legs they were they, slid out. Right, exactly. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> when, when you wanted them to sit, they basically sat out yeah. like the feet were all stretched right. out. There yeah. was no, no bending no bend, or bending. No bend right. I think that the pop figures, the yeah. Funko Pop Funko figures, Pop will be their action figures because they're you know a little distorted and they're and they're cute and they're and they're fun but that's how they will associate with right the The younger kids kids. yeah right yeah no just and chris yeah yeah Yeah. sure (laughs) no i just uh thought because i i guess for me it's not uh like my daughter who lives in denver um we had a tradition we would always go see him together yeah uh and now she's in denver my son happened to be back in town and so he kind of filled in um and it was nice just kind of being there with my son, watching it. And sure. He was never really into it in the same way, but he, he's kind of got into it later. Yeah. And then Michaela and Bree, they love the movie, mm-hmm. right? But it was just nice kind of being there that my dad, who passed it on to me, and I remember loving it so much that at least, you know, in the last you episode. Share it, I mean, right? if you pick me, you know, 40 years ago, uh-huh. would I ever thought I'd be living in New Jersey and you know, something called an IMAX <laughs> theater watching the ninth movie. Exactly. Right. Doing a podcast right. with a bunch right. of dads about <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. I mean, you yeah. can't predict right. that stuff out. No, you so, cannot. Right. Uh, right. So I did that. That's why I made it the second time even better because for me, my family was there and my kids were there and I can right. kind of awesome. share that bit with them. Awesome. So, yeah. Good fun, guys. Thanks so much for Thanks making for the time. Of course, this, this episode is called The Dad Awakens and you literally had to awaken <laughs> early on a Sunday morning to be part yep. of this podcast. Chris Diaz, great to have you back again. Thank you. I hope uh, uh, Wine with Cheetos is still rocking and rolling. Yes, I'll put this uh, up there. Please do. Yes. Please do. Neil Tenzer, good to see you again. John Brooks, good to bring your fanboyship here. Um, mm, this and great. hopefully we could do another Walker Stalker convention Excellent. very, very soon. I think another one. Again, yep. the Walking Dead conference is coming back to New Jersey soon. Yep. So who knows? Maybe we'll interview a bunch of dads while we're, while we're there. Take it on the road. Yep. Yes. One more. Wookie, uh, yell, and then we'll wrap it all up. One, two, three. (laughs) Thanks for listening to our special. We are Bad to the Dead. Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. This was our Star Wars Geek Boy sci-fi special, The Great Rise of Skywalker and Mandalorian Debate. Remember, you can find us on social media. Instagram, it's at Bad to the Dad. Our website is badtothedad.com. And Facebook is forward slash Bad to the Dad, where you can see pictures of our esteemed panel of Geek Boy guests talking about the rise of Skywalker and Mandalorian. That was that was a great way to spend a Sunday morning. Coach. I got to tell you, that was uh, 
it was a lot of fun. I'm really, uh, really glad that uh, a uh, we came up with the idea. <laughs> I, it's, really, it's not really we. I, it was really an idea that you you came up with. You're always so good with this. No, ideas. you know we we we, we can't. You know, do and this. I get that. We uh, can't do this alone. You, you know? know. And so then, of course, with your incredible talents, we get three people, not just any few people, three of probably the best. You know. Expert, unknown experts. And no lack of passion. <laughs> right? Uh, and uh, it was so great. They came here and you brought bagels, which you really, I mean, come on, you can't go wrong with bagels. And uh, uh, before we knew it, we were deep, deep, deep into the world of uh, Star Wars and the Force and the dark side. And wow, that was that was fun. That was fun. These guys came prepared. Oh, they brought their game. Yeah, when we told them Wednesday night, which was uh, New Year's Eve, yeah, New Year's that Eve. we wanted to do the show, they already started, hmm, hmm. <laughs> Because yeah. we knew what, we had some opposing, you know, yeah, sides what, to this. What new insights can I bring, and and you know, where can I throw shade, and yeah. how can I knock my friends off their game? Yeah. But I thought it was for the most part civil. The microphone yes. did get knocked out once, yes. but that's that's great. It was memorable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we got back we on had, track. We had we had to go we had to go dark there for a second. Yeah. To uh to to set everything back up. But wow, uh, I got it was it was kind of like a, a dramatic pause. Oh. <laughs> And and to get that many guys to do a a Chewbacca chant, yeah, yeah, only you could create that. You're incredible. The force is the force is strong. The force is strong, but it's a team effort. It's a team <laughs> effort, right? Um, good stuff. So hope you enjoyed our Skywalker debate. I know many of you are awaiting season three. When's that going to happen? It's going to happen the weekend of February second, which happens to be Super Bowl Sunday. We could all use a little motivation on Super Bowl Sunday. So our guest will be Mario Arace who is a motivational speaker and author, just like the guy sitting next to me, Coach mm -hmm. Randy, a motivational speaker and author. So I'm sure you have plenty to talk about. We have lots to talk about. And uh, Happy New Year. Happy and healthy New Year to yeah. you and our listeners. Again, mm -hmm. thanks so much for staying on board with us. Uh, let us know what you think about these specials. Let us know what kind of guests you would like to see and hear on the podcast of Bad to the Dad. We have a lot of guests lined up for Season 3. Doesn't mean we can't add a few more. So really appreciate the listener, and, and their suggestions for any of the content that we may provide. February 2nd, that's when we kick things off. We are Bad to the Dad.